The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Tonight on an all-new Monsterland, spy at Starbucks, another scientist spills secrets, you triggered bro, mmm, zombie bacon. Storm Area 51 reviews are in, spoiler alert, about the same climax as a date with producer Dave, which is to Whoa. say none. <laughs> Just kidding, producer Dave's got Monster Media, Monster Mail, all that and more tonight, let's go! mystery a paranormal perfect storm known simply as monsterland the monsterland podcast is recorded live in an undisclosed location somewhere in the heart of high strangeness just outside of monsterland massachusetts and now here are your hosts paranormal author researcher and speaker ronnie leblanc and the host of the curse of oak island drilling down on the history channel maddie blake Greetings, monsters. Hope you're well. Hello to everybody out there in Monsterland. Uh, Ronnie LeBlanc, how are you? I'm good. How are you, bud? Producer Dave? I'm swell, and I've been fully tested for all diseases, okay? I just don't want the, 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 the storyline of these jokes to go too far. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, he doesn't want us, he doesn't want us to cramp his online I've dating heard a few things. Oh, I've oh, heard you guys oh. say a few things. I'm just saying. I, first off, I haven't said anything <laughs> about this. It's been all Maddie. Yeah, yeah, sure. Have you put on your um, social media thing? Have you uh, your dating apps? Have you put that you're uh, polysexual? Yeah, have you, <laughs> polysexual. Isn't that a thing? Polysexual. Well, since I've been hanging around with you guys, I'm open to relationships with all kinds of species of this world or other worlds. <laughs> That's true. Known you're or never, unknown. Well, we're gonna get to that tonight. You don't know who you might be banging. <laughs> I get an man? I get an uncle Polly from uh, Rhode Island. Uh oh. This is going to go wrong very quickly. Uh, a lot to get to on the show tonight. Is he, Ronnie, is he taller than me? No, no. Because <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> we got so much. This is, we're going back old school again. Uh, two guys, one mic, if you will. That sounds wrong. All right. Uh, I want to start the show with something that you two don't even know. Uh-oh. I alluded to this uh, off air just now. I said, where do you hear this beginning of yeah. the show? And I had Dave pull a theme song. He doesn't know why. You don't know why. Mm, I got a text tonight from a number I didn't recognize. And it said, uh, are you going to record Monsterland tonight? And I'm like, who, new phone, who this, you know? Yeah. This is just 20 minutes ago. I'm like, uh, yeah. are you going to eat? So where we record this, there's a restaurant underneath us. Are you going to, do you usually eat there first? I'm going, who the, what? Am I being tracked? Seriously. So then I realized it's, it's uh, my cousin Robbie. Oh, Robbie. Remember Robbie? Yes. Okay. Great guy. So, I, but it took me a minute. My heart, yeah. I started panicking. But then it does get weird because uh, he goes, uh, I got to leave something for you. Actually, it's for Ronnie. What? And I go, what are you talking about? He's like, I, do you ever go to the restaurant? I said, sure, fine. I said, well, there's a Starbucks across the street. He goes, boom, I'm going to leave at the Starbucks. So he leaves me a package at Starbucks just now. What the hell? So on my way here, I, stop, I pull into Starbucks. I order my little mocha, which I have right here. Yeah. Much to your chagrin. And uh, <laughs> I said to the guy, I walk in, and I now I want the guy to think there's some spy shit going on. <laughs> so I got my hat down low, and I said, uh, yeah, I'll have a uh, ice mocha, please. And um, I look around. I literally, I played it off. Like, I looked down, I go, did someone leave me a package? He goes, yes, yes, sir. What? Yes, sir, they did. And he pulls out this package from behind the thing. 
What in so the I don't know what it is. So you haven't so here even it is. opened it. I haven't opened it. He says, you have to open it first. So I don't... Oh. <laughs> I literally don't know what this what? is. He, and he said, you can't open it. Ronnie has to open it first. I'm nervous. I don't know what... I, don't, I literally don't know what this could be because... I'm so close with my cousin. You know, he's my cousin. Yeah. And, and, but you, you've only known him. I met him, you've met him twice. Once, right? Or yeah. twice. So yeah. I don't know what he could want you to see that he. Let's check it out. So wait a second. He wants me to open. Describe this up. it. Describe it. He it, put some sort of plastic bag over right. a folder of some kind, right? right. So may I add? That yes. He, he yeah. picked Starbucks, and I know from watching certain Eddie Murphy movies that coffee beans can be used to disguise certain things, right? Sense. I am just saying. Like well, what? Uh, well, I'm just saying. I don't know. Like dead body smell? Yeah, it could be that. could be hmm. Star Buck? Star? You should have seen this barista's face, though. It was so Plutonium? funny. It was awesome. Yeah. I was like, someone leave me a package. He goes, yes, sir. <laughs> He's like 17 years old. He slides it across. And he goes, we, oh, oh, here's the best part. He goes, we didn't look. I swear to God, he said that. He goes, we didn't look, so I walked out. Somewhere he's at home at his, telling the story <laughs> to his mom. Story. And mom, I still don't know what was in there. Too. This is going to be so anticlimactic because it's going to be like a bumper sticker. Or something. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, so this is okay. in a like what, uh-huh. Lowe's like uh-huh. plastic bag, uh-huh. and there's a manila Supermarket bag. envelope. Yeah. yeah. In this thing. Isn't this fun, though? It's kind of Monster Land case file-ish. What if it. this is like, what if uh, Robbie's like the Unabomber? Oh, yeah, he could be. He in my could face. be. Now, if you guys were real showmen, you'd say... You should be used to that, you, Ronnie. You'd, you'd say, we'll tell you what, what was in the package at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> On ne- next week's episode of Monster Land. No. Oh, my God. He's what opening it up. Oh, my God. What is even, it? I don't even know what the hell is happening right now. <laughs> he wrote me a letter. And... Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's Maddie. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, shit. No, no, no. Look at this. I'm so Dave. drunk. So it's a photo... That's before I quit drinking. It's a weird, like... <laughs> Sort of poorly re- reproduced photo is. of Maddie. Okay, this is yeah. You want me to narrate? Yes. A weird, a weird like photocopied photo of Maddie, eight by ten. Maddie in the photo is holding this kind of odd, like crudely made, kind of eyes wide shut mask in front of him. The mask is a red. Is That's that a, like a devil? Is that a, a devil or a horse or yeah, I think a, a unicorn? I think it's a unicorn. It's like an evil unicorn. But paint. I think Robbie needs printer ink because this thing is losing. Here's what happened. And then the actual mask is included in the package as well. Right? Here's what happened. That that was a child. Uh, 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 so this was like a, uh, a big night. We were all drinking too much. And uh, one of their kids, one of their grandkids, made this what's <laughs> okay. supposed to be a unicorn. Right. But I was saying it literally looks like a devil, doesn't yeah, it? it looks, it does. It's red and it's got the horn. Yeah. So the entire night. I put it over my face and talked in this. I was like, so people would be like, oh, can I have a beer? I'm like, you may have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it the entire night and I wouldn't stop. Were you drinking and vodka? Is it, you gonna... That is a, uh, no, that's just a Bud Light, my big mitts. Oh, okay. And but, you got, uh, like spilled all over your shirt. And I wouldn't stop. And Yoko's like, all right, the joke's over. I'm like, the joke is over. <laughs> when I say the joke is over. <laughs> okay, and we have a letter here. <clears throat> wow. Handwritten. Robbie's the best. <laughs> Dear Ron, this past summer, 2018. Oh, it was last summer. Good. My family and I witnessed the appearance of a strange being at our rented beach house. <laughs> it appeared rather suddenly and exhibited very unusual behavior in almost intoxicated manner. This included speaking to us in what could be described as a throaty, demonic fashion. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> As evidence to support this veracity of the sighting, I have included a hastily snapped photo <laughs> and a strange 
In parentheses, ritual. That's what I said. Hey, mask <laughs> left behind by this disturbing creature. Given your experience in these types of matters, <laughs> any help you could give me in identifying this being would be greatly appreciated. Sincerely, Rob Henry. That's fantastic. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, hey, Maddie, is... why'd you quit drinking? <laughs> that <Maddie>. picture. <laughs> oh and he God. puts all this in a package. Maddie, uh, you're in show business. I believe that's what's uh, called committing to the bit. He really committed to this oh, bit. That's oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Rob, Rob, Robbie is actually a huge... Oh, my God. Robbie was a firefighter. He just retired. Literally a hero. He won the Medal of Valor. No shit. Uh, from the state of Massachusetts. He, yeah, he's a real hero, um, retired firefighter, but he was one of my biggest comedy influences growing up. There's no doubt about it. That guy is as funny as they come, and as you can see there, he commits the bit, no doubt. <laughs> wow, that is hilarious. Now, well, we did. We saw a, a devil. We'll put the picture. We'll put the picture of, take the picture of me and the letter and everything. We'll put it on our socials. Um, I know it's really early for this, but uh, Dave, I want to do some monster shout-outs early. Um, because this has to do with you putting this on our social social media page, Ronnie, um, because this podcast continues to grow. Now it's time for monster shout-outs. Beyond our wildest dreams, and we ask that you continue to share, uh, rate, review, subscribe, you know, all the stuff that all the podcasts say, please do that. Um, you know, you're talking to a friend, you just say, hey, you know, people are always looking for new podcasts. You go, listen, I got this paranormal thing. But if you listen to this podcast, you know it's more than just paranormal. It's straight up fun and uh, compelling content. So you can say, even if you don't believe in the shit, uh, check this podcast out. Right. And they will give you a, a, a really, truly comprehensive view of the whole situation going on. And now that paranormal is so much in the news, the time might be perfect to share this with your friends because you might have the conversation, hey, did you see that thing went up with the Navy? Um, and you can just say, Check out this podcast. Um, you get, you, one thing that sets your podcast, pardon me, Matt. Yeah, one no. thing that sets your podcast apart, I think, is that you let people into your lives, and and the paranormal is about believing. And right. as a result of that, <clears throat> if people get to know you a little bit, you guys share personal experience. Hundred percent. I mean. God damn, you, you recorded a creepy session in your bedroom, Maddie, <laughs> uh, which is you, just another Tuesday and night. And for once, bedroom, I wasn't right? naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? We let things in our personal life, like the drunken picture of me in a devil mask that we just unveiled? <laughs> no, but we're so grateful to all the listeners. But when you share this, you say, you know, these guys are different. They, it, it's so much fun that you get a lot of info about the paranormal world, but they also let you in in a way that just makes it all enjoyable. Though. Thank you, David. So our monster shout-outs go out to the people we can see now, thanks to our our wonderful Adori Lab Studios. Adori, uh, go to uh, what's the website? Go, well, AdoriLabs.com. A D O R I is you. if you want to learn about the company. But really, have some fun. Go to the App Store and download the Adori app again. A D O R I, and your podcast will come to life. And when you when you see and hear Maddie and Ronnie, you'll legitimately do both. In other words, we're going to put images on. We'll put we'll put post the picture. So if you when you <laughs> if you were watching on the Adori. Uh, app, you were seeing that crazy demonic picture of Maddie holding that creepy thing in front of his face. I love it. So and, there you go. And 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 so I want to just give. And we're also, as we said, we're on iHeartRadio now, um, and of course iTunes. Uh, but I want to give some shout outs to because Dory lets us see some of you. We can't see you, uh, but we can see where you're listening to us, and we are blown away uh, by some of the people. So shout outs go to our listeners in Europe. How crazy is that? Um, my God, uh, there's a bunch I see. Uh, look did at I that. Just, Portugal, Saudi, Saudi Arabia too. Down there? Uh, Hungary. Uh, where else is that? The Hungary area. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we could lot in the UK, Amsterdam, Ireland. 
Um, hello, UK. Hello, Ireland. Hello, Spain. That looks like outside of Madrid almost. Uh, Barcelona. I've always wanted to say this. What's up, Budapest? What up, Budapest? <laughs> and then America. We're slamming uh, you know, North America anywhere like Canada, Florida, a bunch in Florida, uh, Houston, all over the East Coast. Um, there's too many to mention. Look at It's the Epstein compound. Oh, my God. Is that Moscow? What up, Moscow? Hello, Dude, Moscow. KGB. Um, so anyway, shout out to all y'all listening to us all over the world, literally. And, uh, and we can see on this map, Hawaii. What up, How Hawaii? Cool yeah. Uh, you're enjoying this weather? Mahalo. <laughs> Mahalo, indeed. <laughs> so shout out to you all, and thank you Super for listening. Cool. Um, so, Ronnie, why don't we do some... Just we'll just well, what's going on in your life? Anything we need to know? Follow up from last week. A lot of people were commenting about the home EVP session. Oh yeah, that we did. Um, I did do some research. The the people that I bought the house for, I searched. I Google searched the last name. Bought the house from. I yeah. Google searched the last name, and I didn't see anything in the news. Nothing. Anything? Thank God, I would have died. It's funny though that I figured you'd be. My whole idea was like, all right, you'll feel better if nothing comes up. On the EVP, hundred percent. So the fact that nothing did, you got like it was worse because then you you felt like we're stirring up some shit a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and then and then when Yoko admitted to me that she's been hearing this for some time, that kind of bothered me. Yeah. And it bothered her too. So we're monitoring the situation. Nothing since, not since. Okay, but we've also been super busy, <clears throat> and um, I have a white noise machine in my room that I play and I, yeah. I haven't been playing that recently but I'm playing it now and I go to bed so if there were some sort of activity but you know what is weird I've been waking up I will say this and this is horrifying and I've been actually losing sleep because of it oh, because boy. of what we did I have been waking up at 3am on the dot for the really? last like five nights and like, just wake and grab your phone see it's three or, or look at I the I can clock. see I have a clock up on the thing actually the one that the right. ghost may have knocked off I, so I, it, it glows in the dark so I can huh. see this 3am I'm like I keep waking up at 3am which is the witching which is the hour with all that right. stuff happens yeah. or a lot of it happens three to five so we're monitoring that situation um, everything everything's good though in yeah. your world great okay yeah. good I'm a little off my game tonight because I had a um, well it's funny I wasn't going to share this but you just said you let people into your life so I'm going to share it um, <clears throat> for those of you that listen that knew me uh, from the radio show uh, I had this radio show in Boston. If you're listening around the world or wherever, in Boston, Massachusetts, I had a, a radio show for a couple of years. The we, funniest fucking radio show well, in Boston history. We were proud of it. Dude, um, it was awesome. Probably a little, probably a little too. <clears throat> it was too anti-radio. You know, like one of the things that Nick and my partner and I took pride in was that we didn't do a radio show. We refused to do a radio show. We didn't mm. want to do a traditional radio show that bored us to tears. Right. Oh my god, it bored us to tears, and so. We would actually, <laughs> oh, this is, I shouldn't admit this, but we would like be told what to do by certain powers that be. And do the opposite. And well, we, if we, we would do the opposite, yes, but we would also <laughs> do what we were told, but then just mock it. We'd, we'd just be <laughs> completely mocking the fact that we were doing that. You know, it was like right. anti radio, which is stupid. You know, shocker, it's stupid. Shocker and, that you guys got let go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But we had, built, uh, we had built this really nice. World, like oh, our yeah. job was to create a world, and we did with zero marketing budget. Oh my god, like, well, with me, nothing. You know what? I've never really <laughs> talked. The, have I talked about it? They they hired us. So the, the the station had like two towers. The day they hired us, they got rid of one of the towers. So we lost the potential signal of all southeastern Massachusetts and mm. Boston. Yet they made a decision a year and a half into our show or so that we were going to be the station was going to continue to be rated on Boston numbers, which is fine because it's a higher advertising wow. pool. But guess but, what? Yeah. Maddie and Nick was number one, 
Metro West, Worcester, everywhere that that signal was pumping, we were number one with a bullet. Right. Guess where we sucked? Boston, Metro Southeast. That, those people had never heard of us. The tower switched over. They didn't know. Uh, so we we got we got screwed a little bit. Oh, most definitely. And but we built what we we, we felt at the end that it was a really cool Dude. thing, and people spoke our language, and you yeah. could feel it. You could oh, feel yeah. that the audience was growing. And anecdotally, I to this day have friends all the time going like. Dude, the guys who run that garage over there, they won't shut up about you still to this day. It's been a year almost in January that we've done it. <laughs> anyway, long-winded way of saying um, <clears throat> it was a great joy, but I was I was also very conflicted for the two years I did it. And this is why it ties into this podcast, mm. because we talk about faith. We talk about belief. We right. talk about things that you can't explain and the voice inside you and, and hell, communication with God. Mm-hmm. Let's just come yeah. up and say the divine, um, the divine. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and listening to the vo- voices in your head and all that and being guided by something spiritually. So listen, for a long time in my career, I, all I ever wanted to do was, you know, really was be an actor. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that, that's how I view myself, how I saw, even when I was a standup, even when I was a su- successful standup that in was Boston, making my living, it was always to be an actor. And there's a lot of stand-ups who resent that. They, they're like, look, I'm not a sit. I don't in this to get into sitcoms. Yeah. I'm a stand-up comedian. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm trying to get a sitcom. <laughs> I love stand-up. Respect the art right. form. Believe but you me, saw but it as a doorway. 100%. I wanted to act. Sure. I wanted to do sketch. I wanted to do comedy, right? Mm-hmm. So I made my living doing it full-time for a very long time. I was very blessed to do that. My career kind of took this weird turn into the hosting world, right? which yep. I didn't quite expect. I didn't even, if you had told me when I first started what a host was, I wouldn't even know what you're talking about. So now I do that, and I and then the radio show came up and did that. So, uh, but at my core, in my soul, if you stripped everything away, I'd be like, I am an actor. That's what I want to do. I want to mm-hmm. make films that mean something to me, or television shows that mean something to me. I want I, I want to do that. I want to take a script and learn and, and 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 you know become that character. Like that is what excites me. However, there's the reality of life. And I have to provide for my family. Right, so right. I did all these commercial things and voiceovers and on-camera commercials and hosting and all the stuff I have to do to keep <laughs> to keep Mad Max and Yoko <laughs> where, right, I, where, I, where I have yeah. them living. Right, yes. and, and, and to keep Max in private school all those years <laughs> and everything, which is fine. <clears throat> but if you were to ask me honestly, what do you want to do? That would be it. So recently, I have been really looking at the last two years of that radio show. And the voice that won't shut up in my head mm. is... And this is where you don't know if it's you or if it is that person, that guardian angel that's guided you all my life. And by the way, has protected me from things over the years that I can't deny. But the voice, the sentence I keep hearing was, is, uh, that's not what you wanted to do. Right. That's not what you told me you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, you had, and you did it again. You took a job out of money, out of concern for money and stability and health care and all that shit. You told me you want to be an actor. So here you go. And mm. the act, that path, though, is a lot more of a risk. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? The opportunities are few and far between. <clears throat> yeah. I have a great agent. They're awesome. It's not their fault. It's just, it's just the roles that you're right for, and, the, and everyone's going for those right. roles. From, it's time I'm self-submitting from home, giving yeah. them to my agent. It's like, and I, I was up last year for a huge Netflix part. I thought, that, I thought this is it. Here we go. It was a right. big part and a big Netflix show. Didn't get it the last minute. I was like, ooh. Now, the next one might take another year, maybe two, mm. for a role like that to come up. I don't know. It could take six months. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for the part of Jerry Orbach. Oh. 
Oh, I thought that was a. Uh, no, I was making a law and order it joke. It sounds like the damn it! I thought it was law and order no, joke. I thought he was Netflix. saying I was going for a bit on law and order, which would have been really funny, yeah. by the way. But that like knocks it. you down. It's tough to kind of get back up from that mentally, right? Well, emotionally, I'm, I'm, honestly, it's like, I'm, I'm okay with that because I've been doing. That was you know my whole career's been yeah. you know mostly nose, except for the commercial and, and voiceover and all right. that stuff. I but you know the big acting things is mostly nose <clears throat> with an occasional yes and a small part here or the small part there, mm. and it keeps you going. And, but uh, so I'm used to that. What it is, though, it's 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 how do I provide for my family in the meantime? Sure. In between these roles, and do I truly take the leap of faith and go for it, or do I take the day job? Now, in my case, the day job would be like radio or hosting another sure. show or something like that. Yeah. Where you know, um, so today I had an opportunity in that world, and in radio, and and right now I'm I'm. At a point where, you know, I could use it. Um, and I said, no. And I'm freaking out. No, that, I'm, I'm, you know what? <sighs> because <laughs> I'm glad you did because you got to follow your path, right? Your passion, your path. And even though it seems, you know, this is a log makes logical sense. Grab this, do this. But if you're, you're hearing that, it makes all the sense in the world. But if your gut's telling you, your gut is never fucking wrong, ever. So you're just going to follow that, and it might not, you know, it doesn't make any sense, but you follow your gut, you follow your heart, and, and you'll be in. It does sound like, I'm sorry to know? jump in, Ronnie, it sounds like I'm blowing smoke up your ass, Maddie, but the, what you just described to me is the definition of courage. It's, right. It's, mm. it's, it's when you, you, you do something that you know is right when there are these other outside factors pushing you the other way, telling you to do the safe thing. And I keep thinking it, it, this is going to be a cliche, but no one ever... Uh, on their deathbed, said, "I'm glad I did the. I'm glad I made the decision in terms of what was really safe at the time. Mm. Right? You know, no one ever and says I've that. I've done that. I've done it so many. I just did it with this last radio. You know, it was like the. And the, I, I feel like God's saying to me, like, you keep telling me what you want. This right? is a test of faith. Yes, you keep yep. telling me what you want, and then a tough year goes by, maybe or a risky year, and you take whatever comes in front of you. That's you. You're not. You're not. It's a lack of faith. Mm. It is." It's a lack of, it's like, I fully trust that this is my destiny. You put this in my heart for a reason, God. I trust you. Hey, you want a job that'll make sure you can pay your mortgage? Every okay, yeah, I'll take it. And God's going like, well, you did it again. And you had two really tough years, two high stress years. Yeah. It was wonderful and all that stuff. And I learned a lot, but it's I, not what I wanted to do. But I, I look at all those as like bridges, right? Where it's like, that's carrying you through to do, to get to the mm. place that you need to get through. Mm. That's paying the bills yes, along the way. Yes, absolutely. You had a blast. Every time we went in there, we had a blast. Oh my God. Um, so fun. And yeah, so I just think that you, this is your path and, and there's going to be these bumps and everything else, but man, this is a, a little faith test. I believe it. <laughs> Oh, I've walked. I've walked down those radio halls. I could talk about whether or not John Cryer lost his virginity to Demi Moore like every other fucking radio show, but I'm not gonna, because I'm gonna have faith that I can be on a Netflix show and make 30 grand an episode with a 12 episode guarantee. I don't think Netflix is playing that. Thank you guys for imbibing, imbibing me. I, 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 or and that's the wrong word. Imbibing is when you drink, right? Uh, <laughs> thank you for putting up with my little 
you know, this is like therapy now for God's sakes. But uh, part of it is I don't, you don't know. And then, yeah, like how much of it is just where I'm at in my life? Like, that's all right. But um, here's a, you're, you're extremely like, talented and you have, you can do, dude, you're an incredible writer, actor, comedian, radio, TV. On. Like seriously, you can do all of that shit. Well, to my detriment in a way, sometimes I think because, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a kind of a jack of all trades a little bit and I take whatever's next and, and, and that's fine. I've made a great living. I'm very blessed, but I, it's like, this is what I want to do. And I ain't getting any younger, man. Right. And so it's like, I wonder how much of it is age. Like, for example, just what I was joking about right there about talking about Demi Moore, uh, whether she took John Cryer's virginity, which if you're listening to this right now, it's in the news today. And I was flicking around the dials. And it's just like one version of the other. Every single show is like, so did you see this? Uh, John Cryer right. Uh, right. says that he didn't lose it. I flick. Demi Moore says that she lost And I was like, I have no interest in talking about any of those fucking people right. and, and analyzing story. And then you get the radio. Everyone, Every radio show gets oh, the same Oh, isn't that the guy that played Ducky in Pretty oh, in Pink? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, play the clip of Ducky. You know, it's just like, no. And then, and then you get every radio sta- station gets the same prep. And so it's like, you know, a Florida man was stuck in a telephone pole naked until uh, the fire department came. And guess what was in his house was 5,000 lotto tickets. Hey, did you see this story? Uh, a, a tractor trailer full of burritos wiped out on I-290. <laughs> Get your burritos. I went, I'd go grab them. I'd go, I don't know about you, right, but I'd go. Like, Kill me. Just someone Seriously. fucking put a ball peen pe- hammer into my temple. Nutty the squirrel, and he's three years old. Yes. Oh my god! Yes. How about that? That's radio right there. <laughs> that squirrel can water ski. Oh. <laughs> That's well. It's it's most radio. There are exceptions. Uh, there are exceptions where you 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 you're lucky enough to have a, built a brand, and you can talk about what you want. Yeah, and you can do what we're doing now. Right, and talk honestly, but and swear. very few and far in between. And like it's funny. I heard people. So uh, now I'm going off on a rant. Uh oh. <laughs> No, it's not even a rant. It's like, I just... Like a spoiled, petulant child. It's time for another Maddie rant. I heard someone talking about Maddie Nick, or, you know, radio in general, and they were talking yeah. about Maddie, and they're talking about these shows like, hey, yeah, chicks, you know, rock, and, and, and I was like, yeah, oh, we did that all the time. We were literally... Making We were making light of that. It's a parody of that. We, when we right. did do that in, in moments, it was like ragging on it, but there was a large percent of the audience that heard that were like, yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those guys. <laughs> like, oh my God, they don't know that we're just... Seriously. No, you're Totally right. joking. Right. Hey, here's a... Uh, remember this song? <laughs> Roll down your windows, 77 in Boston, everyone. Coming up, story about a guy who's stuck in a fudge factory. <laughs> The perfectly timed, like yeah, right on the right on the uh, post. Look, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful institution. I, I don't mean to disparage it. It's just not what I, not what I said I wanted to that's be. That's your past. That's not going to be your future, right? Uh, I don't that's know. just a part of that. that Anyone's listening? I'm available for radio. Uh, what the <laughs> fuck was I thinking? <laughs> All right. So anyway, my uh, larger point is about faith and listening to the little voice. And maybe yeah. you've got a situ. Maybe you're in a situ. I hope one of you around the world is listening to us Crazy. now. Uh, maybe you're going through a similar thing. You're sitting in your cubicle wondering, should I take a leap of faith? Should I do this? Should I? I don't know. Everyone's situation is different. If you literally can't pay your mortgage, then maybe be smart about it. I'm in a, God bless, you know, Oak Island. I'm in a situation where I'm okay. Yeah. 
but you know that we don't know what they're going to find coming here to the end of the season, and, right. and and we don't know how long. We don't know. Those questions are up in the air still. So, ain't no one paying me a paycheck unless I go out and get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have a salary. I don't have a base salary. I got to go out and get it. So, uh, I don't have a salary. I don't shower very often. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't drive a car that has so, four wheels. Who knows? I might regret it, but that's where I'm at. No, right now. no, no. I'm proud of you. Thanks, buddy. I love you. Love you, too. Um, all right. We should... Uh... Oh, how about a new segment on the show? Oh, boy. A new segment on the show where uh, we're wondering why Ronnie has access to our <laughs> social media account. Enjoy. Hey, monsters. You mad? Well, you're going to be. Because it's time for another controversial Ronnie post. Well, Ronnie, you were on a tirade of controversial posts uh, this week. Uh, so the first thing you did was, the, let's talk about the Area 51 raid. Oh, yeah. Because you posted a live feed of it. Um, and uh, a lot of comments, like Ben commented, wow, that's a big cue to wait to be arrested in <laughs> as it was going. There was a pictures. But then there was some controversy, Ronnie, because they said only like 75 people showed up. But you posted yeah. another picture of a lot more people and said, oh, is that true or is that fake news? And then people said, well, that's a photo from another desert thing. So you got in all kinds of trouble. Right. Give me what your thoughts were on the Area 51 raid, the storming of Area 51, what you think about it and what you thought about how many people attended, what you know about it. Give me everything. Well, it was crazy is that, you know, people actually showed up. I literally thought maybe 12 people would show up. And I think they had 45 or something like that. Okay. They expected, you know, 2 million people initially, but obviously... You're going to storm a military base. This isn't going to happen. Sure. But uh, I was actually surprised to see, you know, people there. But then when that photo came out, I was like, what's, you know, what's kind of going on? Right. A a buddy of mine's like uh, Bottle Rocket. He's uh, from Lemonster. He was like, dude, that's, that was from like six months ago. That picture picture was old. Yeah. So someone had put some photos together of bigger crowds, almost like. Okay. So maybe you find that out before you post it? No, I don't give a (laughs) shit about that. (laughs) No, I love that you Not do that. I like I to see people I, get all fired up. I don't up. care. I really don't. Uh, and I if love you, to if, see people get fired up too. Because yes. like, yeah. By the way, if if you do start doing that, then we lose the segment. Yes. So keep going. <laughs> keep posting. So, but yeah, and and uh, you know, it's funny because like Jeremy Corbell, um, you know, doing the whole charge of this whole thing is gonna yeah. be great concert. Yeah, yeah. No one showed up at the concert in day two. Paul Oakenfield, Shit. some you know DJ. Um, so big bust. Big bust. The drama of the Area 51 event was meant to be out of this world, but lack of humans brought it back to reality. After more than 2 million people responded on Facebook that they would attend the Storm Area 51 They Can't Stop All of Us event, just about 75 people actually showed yeah. up as of Friday morning. <laughs> Two people got arrested. Uh, Ronnie, your, your, your flurry of controversial posts continued <laughs> with the next day. Uh, Tom DeLong just called out Linda Moton Howe as a reptilian. Ronnie says, they live among us now. Soon we will learn who they are. Here are two aliens living among us. And then Ronnie put a picture of Tom Cruise and Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> I mean, that guy's just weird, right, Paul Rubens? Uh, yeah, well, right. Um, yeah, th- so that claim, and again, I'm sure someone just kind of put this together and, and put, put it out with Tom DeLong calling Linda Moulton Howe a reptilian. <laughs> but it's interesting that uh, Grant Cameron, who we had on uh, last season, talked about Linda Moulton Howe being a part of this whole, I guess, cabal of 
disclosure. Yeah, on this show, on this show, he said, you can go back to your episode, we had Grant Cameron on, and he said, uh, she is definitely in play. They use her right. to get out what they want to get out. She's a journalist, by the way, if you don't know, she's very famous in the paranormal world. She does all these articles. He said they use her. Now, second time her name's mentioned, if Tom DeLonge actually said it, did do we right. know that he actually said it? I doubt it. Okay. I really doubt okay. it. Yeah, it seemed like one of those kind of crazy sites. Someone just put something together. Right. And everyone taking advantage of... What was going on, right? Right. With, with Storm Area 51, right. Tom DeLonge. She does look like a lizard. Look at that. That's probably where the article comes from because she actually kind of looks yeah, like a lizard in that picture. Blink-182 is Tom DeLonge. Earth Files, Linda Mountain Hall, how a reptilian. So uh. for people listening, <laughs> you know, reptilian, a lot of people believe mm-hmm. that there's reptilian aliens that are disguised as mm-hmm. human beings mm-hmm. that are kind of basically running this whole planet. Right. Um, I think we'll have more on that later, and yeah, actually, uh, about where, where aliens might live among us with producer Dave. Um, Maybe in Foxborough. Ronnie continues his insane <laughs> ramblings with another. Uh, this is getting awesome. I, I, this is becoming a thing. This is now becoming a thing on the podcast. Where Ronnie, where Ronnie posts, uh, he tags me, and I get a flurry of like, "What's your problem?" I'm like, "What is going on at seven? I feel like Taylor Swift. Like, hey. damn, it's seven a.m. You need to calm down. Remember, you messaged me in the morning. You're like, "Dude, what is going Wait, on? We have ten thousand. Yes. We have ten thousand uh, notifications on yes. our Facebook page. Yes, and you're like, check it. Is this for real? And I jumped in, and I was like, yeah, there's ten thousand. And then, like two hours later, it was cleared and it was up to three thousand. So I guess these, uh, these hey, social keep doing media what you do, working. baby. Ronnie's awesome. He gets banned from. from like, he's just, I love it. I Maddie, love Maddie, it. we're getting inundating. We're getting. What do you mean we, Ronnie? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Ronnie, why? When did this become we? People start tweeting at me and texting me like, "What are you posting oh, these for?" If you if you post a anything about Bigfoot being interdimensional or connected to the paranormal in these like yeah. flesh and blood oh, they Facebook groups, they out. flip out. Let's do that. Let's do oh, that. I'll go nuts. Just as an experiment this week, and we'll, re- we'll, re- we'll read the responses next week. All right. Post something Done. about interdimensional Bigfoot Done. and Bigfoots and orbs, and let's read the comments. All right. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, and Ronnie, uh, producer Dave, Ronnie really brought it home with the wacky factor on this last oh, this one. This is a good uh, one. This is a great one. I, Dave doesn't even know this. <clears throat> no, I do not. Here's an article that my partner, well-respected <laughs> author, paranormal expert, partner and journalist, moment, yes. Ronnie LeBlanc, posted this. Researchers' new claim... <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> Morgan Freeman is actually Jimi Hendrix. Hey! I saw this. I saw this. I saw Amazing. Ronnie post this. I read, I read the whole thing. <laughs> I did. I did. I did not. I was fascinated. Uh, but basically, they claim that Jimi Hendrix faked his own death like Elvis. Uh, many people believe Elvis did, uh, and many people believe Jimmy Morrison did. Uh, Jimi Hendrix faked his own death and then reinvented himself as an actor named Morgan Freeman, and that Morgan Freeman is actually the former Jimi Hendrix. Uh, now, the reactions to this, Ronnie, were fantastic. A uh, bunch here, some I can't read. Uh, Barbara wrote, uh, easy. Solve it. Easy to solve. Ask him to play the guitar. That's a great point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But but you read on, and the, the story gets curiouser and curiouser, right? Give it to me. He Why? Can't, he can't play the guitar because he was in a car accident, l- rendering his left hand paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Right, Ronnie? Yeah. Morgan Freeman's left hand is paralyzed? Mm-hmm. Wow. What happened was an unfortunate accident. Wow. <laughs> I had accomplished everything I wanted to in the area of music. Why are you doing a foghorn leghorn impression? <laughs> Now listen, here's Sorry, something. Mr. Actor, you do the do the Morgan no, Freeman voice. Good. Somebody's really going to do it. Here's something interesting. If <laughs> Jimi Hendrix 
did yes. you know change his name? Yes, Morgan Freeman. He's now a free man. Just in case you keep your score at home, the, the <laughs> name of the segment is uh, another. Uh, what do we call it? Wacky treat, but wacky, wacky. Another controversial Ronnie post. But we saw Ronnie. that picture of young Morgan Freeman when he entered jail and started that long prison. Oh, that was just a movie. Sorry. Yeah, it was oh, just right. a movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, Kel, Kel Max says the teeth look different. That's how he could tell. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, another f***ing pickup. God damn. Oh, shit. We're recording. Want to go deeper into the mystery? Get the book Monsterland, Encounters with UFOs, Bigfoot, and Orange Orbs by Ronnie LeBlanc. Available now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere fine books are sold. And uh, right, why don't we do Monster Media first, because it ties into a story we just did. Monster Media, then Monster Mail. We'll, we'll hear from all you monsters. The Monsterland Podcast with Ronnie LeBlanc and Maddie Blake. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm coming apart! Now it's time for Monster Media. All right, Producer Dave's Monster Media segment, which I love this. We're going, a, <laughs> we're going a little unconventional. We pick something out in the popular media, and then we ask you guys about its connection to the paranormal. So um, uh, they may say a superhuman being walks among us as we record this here in Westwood, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. We're not far from Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, where um, superhero man among men, Tom Brady, walks among us. And so I pose the question to you with 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 a little bit of a tongue in cheek, but not full tongue in cheek. Let's listen to a recent interview from Tom Brady and consider whether he is uh, tapping into some supernatural forces in what he's accomplishing these days, or perhaps even an alien. Let's just take a sample and see what he sounds like these days. Example, if you guys need to finish 60, 60 minutes of football. God, is he beautiful? <laughs> he's almost glowing. He is. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to, you know, we all got to go in there and play it out. And, uh, you know, it's, it's NFL, so anything happens. And, um, you know, glad we won. And defense played great again. Keep saying that, which we're very happy about. And uh, it's great to see him play that way. And, uh, yeah, good win. Okay. So uh, he's, Tom. Yeah, he strikes uh, a stoic pose. He, he, go ahead, Matty, you go. Yeah, he, he, he is one of those people. It's, What's with it's his a, teeth? What's with the... Uh, He's like they look just like Morgan Freeman's teeth. No, sorry. <laughs> they do. <laughs> well, I mean, look at that. I could, I could, I could swim in that chin dimple, <laughs> filled with water, and I just want to bathe in it. Look at how his face has changed through the years. I mean, he's literally all right. So look at this one. Look at this. Look at this. So we'll post at the some of these photos, least, Maddie, because I agree. You were talking about this before we started recording. Look at this. He that looks- is a different human being. Even the chin line has changed. Oh, weird. His um, face is like a box now. It's, it, it's, it's so different. It's yeah. it's literally physically different. It's not like oh he lost weight. It's like the bone structure yes. is different. Which which he's either had work. So you think he's had no plastics. question? Oh, he's definitely had work. Oh, I think so too. Really, yes, dude? He's I married think. to a Brazilian supermodel. They they had listen. Brazilian supermodels have nip and tucks like we eat Pez. It's like yeah. part of their like her <laughs> Wednesday rituals. Like I'm going to get uh, some uh, chin fat sucked out today. <laughs> Um, and 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 he's very as tough as he is on the football field. He's very uh, metrosexual mm. off the football field. Mm-hmm. He wears yeah. boots. Admittedly, he exfoliates. Yeah. He's you know uh, TB12. The whole thing, the diet. But I would say this to answer your question, producer Dave: mm-hmm. Is Tom Tom Brady an alien? I can't believe it. <laughs> wow! Is the Tom question Brady an must alien? be answered. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I would say this: If aliens or Hybrids walk among us. T- 
Tom Brady would absolutely be in in a top fifty list for me of a prime candidate. candidates. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. His 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 he almost has, mm. and all right. So his looks, his athletic talent. He also preaches a very kind of new age alien ish. When people communicate to aliens, they sound like the four agreements Com- that Tom Brady's on. I was to, just right? completely well, unconventional. Yeah. Go ahead. He, he talks like an alien message. Now yeah. I'm a I'm a big. Um, four agreements guy. Yeah. Like, I live my life kind of that way. Right. And I do find that is it is almost like a because that was from like Toltecs from the from Mexico. Yes. That they were basically these artists and science scientists and philosophers that encompassed this belief system, right? Um, be impeccable with your word, don't make assumptions, do do, the, do your best. And yeah, it kind of echoes that almost like a new religion. Type, yes, type. Um, and he, it's just, it's always you know I'm positive. I'm po- and when the little kid goes, what do you do about the haters? He goes, we love them. We love the haters. Yeah. You don't want any hate in your heart. Like he's just. So yeah, I mean, if he's definitely a special human being, right? Like he just is. He just you know, and that take away the alien thing. Like certain people walk into a room and they just have it. Whatever now, it is, Bono so, has yeah, com- it. You know, com- compare him to Tom Cruise. Okay, so we we make jokes about Tom Cruise because we, we know he's a huge Scientologist. Very mm-hmm. similar. So, but what? But Tom Cruise, it has this magical aura around him. I'm not. I'm not. 100%. I'm not saying anything revolutionary. Why does he look to Scientology? Maybe because he like we've talked about on the show. You guys did a whole episode on artists and the paranormal yep. why because they've achieved so much in this creative world they want a little more they want to know yep. what's beyond that wall so maybe that's why Cruz is doing this it wouldn't be a stretch to say tom brady it, we say superhuman feats on the football field Su- superhuman what does that mean something beyond human right yeah right. it also kind of proves that we're on our own in terms of like God, okay, if you're that good looking, you shouldn't be that good at sports. Yes, exactly. There should be a little bit more of an <laughs> <Yeah>. even distribution. <laughs> it's no fair. You look at him and you say he's not real. Is yeah, he real? Yeah, I know. It's like a beautiful yeah. musician. Like the guy's like yeah. glow, flowing locks. He looks like a model and he's like yeah. a virtuoso on the guitar. You're like, why? Yeah. You should be an ugly nerd who's good at guitar and the good looking guy can't play anything or sing because he's good looking. He doesn't need it. So now is he just tapping into the divine, like tapping into... You know what I mean? Yeah, I, and, it's a and good people question. could say that's that's kind of alien, but you know, you go back it's in, a great in time. You know, angels they were considered alien, right? But it's I will oh. say this: there's a there's a Christian version <clears throat> of this. I was talking to my son Max about it this morning. Again, talking about opening our lives up. But uh, yeah, so I go to like weekday mass a lot, seven a.m. That's how I start my day. Awesome. I do it like three days a week. Humble brag. I'm in church, whatever you two fucking heathens are doing. I don't know. I'm uh, guys, I go to church in the mornings. I don't know what you're doing, but I got a mass. I hate myself. So anyway, I go to church and the priest was talking about being a light, like in, mm-hmm. in, in a Christian context. And right. he's like, you don't need to lecture. You don't need, like the, the, the born agains are all into being evangelical. Go out and preach and recruit. Yeah, and judge and whatever. And you he goes, live your life. Here as- we believe you just live and treat people a certain way and people see that and it's like you're a little remember George Bush's thousand points of light right, right. you're like a little thousand points of light stand and, out and people see it and they go and they're drawn to that you know and and there's something to that with these type of superhuman special people mm. they just they exude uh, something that you're drawn to Here, here's what I think Elvis, it is remember we were watching the clips of Elvis like god he's just he's not like us and, but they're, and, they're and tapping the, into something though that's like you know uh, I feel like it's the law of attraction, right? Like they, they, yeah. they, Boom. they've hacked the universe. The universe works in a certain way, and they've kind of hacked it by saying, you know, everyone has a purpose on this planet. We're all here for a certain duty or job, whatever you want to call it. And uh, when you're kind of in line with that, then things seem to kind of come together and work for you. 
I was in New York several years ago and happened to be at a bar where The Roots, um, you know, Jimmy Fallon's yeah. house oh, band, sure. were hanging out. And so I'm like, oh, this is cool. I get to hang out with The Roots. And so we buddied up to them a little bit. Very friendly guys, you know, Philly guys. And I said to them, all right, so you got to give me a little dirt. Like, who's the biggest asshole who's been on the show and who's the opposite? And he said, well, and I'm not going to tell you about the assholes, uh, Cindy Lauper, Huey Lewis, but uh, Ooh, <laughs> Huey, then, yeah. But the Aww. point, but the I know I love Huey, love but him. the point of the story was he said, believe it or not, the pe- some of the biggest stars on the planet are the nicest people. He and he mentioned yes. McCartney and Springsteen. He said like uh. McCartney, he learned the names of like everyone, all the staff and everything. And we had Tom E. Curran on a on a pod six one seven dot com podcast. Um, are you not entertained? Uh, sorry for the plug, but we had him <laughs> on Patriots Reporter, and the question was: My buddy Eddie asked of him, "What is he like? What's Tom Brady like in real life?" In the locker room, he goes, "He goes, I, I know, like you want some dirt or something? Can I tell you? He's one of the most genuine guys I ever met. He looks everybody in the eye. He mm. make he, he makes everybody feel special." And I, I'm picturing that. I'm like, yeah, that's that's what we want him to be. And that's and that's he sounds like the Dalai Lama. Glow. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. There's something extra about him. He's the Matty Blake of uh, the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, producer Dave, I'd like an extra credit, please, because Ronnie said duty, and I didn't make a joke. I know. I Thank I you. did like. Wow, well, that that, that kind of slipped through I'm the. I'm growing. Uh, I'm growing. Through. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so let's do it. Let's name our top five. So is Tom Brady an alien? I say, what the hell? Let's say he is. Let's say he's a hybrid. Uh, yeah. Let's name our top. Well, he's hybrid. a potential candidate, as I said. Uh, let's name our top five potential alien candidates right Chris, now. Chris Angel. Can we do oh, Living God. or Dead? <laughs> he's a he's a demon. Uh, I'll be Can I a, tell you about uh, that story? All right, I'll tell you later. If we can go Vegas? Living or Dead, I'll, go, I'll yeah. be a homer uh, and say JFK. He had that glow about him. He had mm. something about him, yep. no doubt. Yep. You know the looks and everything. Now he, but he's a fallen Nephilim because <laughs> he went <laughs> he went rogue with well, the, right. banging the chicks and the drugs and the well, and the pills and the allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Good one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Elvis, the aforementioned Elvis, I, definitely. I, I think Bob Marley was not from this planet. Special, like very again, special. You're right. Love universal language yes. and beautiful, compassion. talented, yep. talent beyond. Uh, anyone else around him a global appeal that's a really good one how about prince prince definite potential yeah i mean he he had that odd way like he wasn't comfortable walking among our world but we picked up the guitar and these magical things happened and then uh, something a little bit mystical about the way he was taken before his yeah there was a speech uh that after 1999 right new year's eve they had him do the whole song and everything and i think it was the next morning or an interview with him and he talked like he was like a prophet like now we're coming to a new a, a prince and oh, it was yeah, like very yeah, yeah, you know yeah, spiritual yeah, yeah. too and i just spoke very softly and yeah. measured, measured so talented how about uh how about a woman how about jlo jlo's butt has to be a hybrid cuz she's like 58 <laughs> and she looks unbelievable <laughs> I think it's a hybrid of she silicon and flesh. Wait, Manny, imagine. we're going to do chicks, too? Uh, I know what the, Bradley uh, Cooper, he could be one. Yeah. Beautiful, talented, can sing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Can't, you can't have all that in one package. I know, it sucks. <laughs> all right, send us your potential alien hybrids. Uh, we'll rank them, <laughs> and we'll see who, uh, who wins. All right, Producer Dave, so I say he's a potential alien. Ronnie? I'm going to say that, yes. He's, All right. I mean, come on. I say hybrid. He's, some, he's tapped into some force that we are not privy to. Maybe he's a sorcerer. I'll, I'll tell you what, he's tapped. 
Some Brazilian. <laughs> some Brazilian. <laughs> some Brazilian. Great, yes. right, fellas, to my right hand. <laughs> Let's do some Monster Mail. That's what she said. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag her too. Now it's time for Monster Mail. A lot of stuff from you guys. Uh, Awesome. Keep it coming, Ronnie. How do they mail us or get hold of us? Uh, MonsterlandReport at Gmail. If you want to send us an email with any type of encounter or sighting or report. And then you can find us on social Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Monsterland Pod. Please send us messages. You can just get us right through social media, post whatever you want, comment, whatever. We love it. We get a lot of material from you guys. Keep it coming. Someone sent us, uh, Ronnie, I think you reposted it too, uh, in our Monster Mail, this story about that scientists were able to reanimate dead pigs. Yeah. Yeah. So they were, I guess, able to, like 32 or so pigs had died. Right. And they were able to actually activate certain sections of their brains, come back to life, like electrical charge that they were working again. Good Lord. <clears throat> so it's not a complete, like they're back to life and walking around, but a certain part of their brain was firing again, which should not be happening. <sighs> but that could also tell us something else about consciousness and things like that. Maybe that's going down another path. Uh, Robert Godino said, lawmakers can sit and spin. It's time for some fringe science. Let's make this world interesting. I don't know if we want to be re- reanimating hogs. I, I just start seeing Speaking like of the- reanimated hogs, oh, Yoko and I were... Oh, my God. <laughs> that was not a big... Uh, that was a dick joke. You better fix this quickly. Yeah. Uh, Kevin says, uh, zombie bacon... Kevin Digman says, uh, zombie bacon may be a bad idea, or is it? I'll wait for a Matty rant on this, LOL. <laughs> well, listen, uh, you know, I think it's that, that this, this is an interesting question, is how far do you want to go with science? I see. I instantly get that image of the Egyptian kind of hieroglyphics with they have like the the bird head in the body, mm-hmm. and it's kind of showing like this mm-hmm. genetic kind mm-hmm. of manipulation Cross. going on. Yes. Yeah, and then I feel like there's a point. after that, something popped, like something went the wrong way. It's like, uh, you know, it's like they always say about porn. What's too disturbing? You know when you see it, right? And, re- you know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't presume to lay down some sort of law about what's right and what's wrong in science, but I would say reanimating pigs is getting to that line of you go, all right, now, because there's this blind scientific, someone was holding up a sign the other day and it bothered me. It was, it was for the, for the earth rally. Uh, you know, the earth thing where the kids took the day off of school, just, yep. you know, and they protesting global warming, whatever. climate change, climate change yeah. which is the big thing, a big buzz thing. And, and regardless of what you think about climate, climate change, um, someone had a sign like, I listen to science, you know, and there's becoming this political, socio-political divide of like, I'm intelligent because I believe in science. Right. You know, and you people are dumb because you have magical thinking like we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. And I think that's super dangerous. No question. Because if you blindly align yourself with quote-unquote science, it can get very slippery when you deal with things like this. Like, should we be trying to reanimate something? And then does that slip into faith? Because what is a soul... Should we be doing that? Does right. that if you can reanimate someone to to do the things that you would do while you're alive, literally, you know, the body functions, the biology of someone without their spirit, you are literally creating a zombie yeah. in, in in actual effect. No doubt. That's so creepy. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's the most devout scientist yes, there is. Big time. He 
he says there's a fair chance that we are living in a computer simulation that we're not yeah. aware of. And so what's cool about him is he's a scientist, but he's an open mind. There are so many things that science simply cannot explain. Right. And that's what you Correct. guys talk about. Consciousness is one of them. They still don't know. The, you know, the idea is that it emanates from the physical brain or the mind. Right. <clears throat> but, you know. Well, what I love, too, is when science, when, when science says, all, says things that slowly they have to peel back. Mm. And that our side of the fence comes up with things and they go, well, all right, maybe that is true. Right. Like, oh, I don't know, the whole UFO thing that's going on right now. Because <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson, Mr. Cocky Asshole, oh my God, <laughs> in regards to that end of things, a few months ago, remember we played the sound here, I think, and he was going, uh, yeah, you know, the whole UFO thing, give me a break. It was, invite me to dinner with an alien, then I'll take it seriously. Well, guess right. what? A lot of people, a lot of your colleagues are taking it seriously right now. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Attack too. Um, see, uh, Kevin, you got your rant in a way. Actually, that was just me wildly calling someone a bad word. Um, okay, and then, boy, there was a lot of a lot of mail running. Let's go to this one. Let's go to now. Tucker Carlson has for a long time been on the uh, Fox, right? Fox yeah, News. Fox. Well, he's been on. He specifically, I got to give him credit. Uh, he lost the bow tie, which is probably a great idea. Oh, yeah. But uh, he's an interesting cat, which is off topic. But uh, his, like, his mother abandoned him. I heard him on a podcast. He was on Adam's. He was on Adam Carolla's podcast. He was on Carolla. Very, very thoughtful. Yeah, not, he not, is. Not, not, not knee-jerk right yeah, wing like no. you might think. No. Super thoughtful guy. Yep. Um, mother left him. Very interesting cat. But he's been on this UFO thing he, for a long time. Yeah, Before it was has. Vogue. Yeah. And just the other night, Monday night, he had on, uh, speaking of Neil deGrasse Tyson and, and, and scientists, uh, he had on this fella, how do you say his name? Uh, Michio Kaku. Michio Kaku. Michio Kaku. He's a theoretical physicist. Sounds like something I had done to me in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I had it as an appetizer at the Golden <laughs> Temple the other day. Yeah, night. you might have. Oh, that's probably distasteful. Yes, I'll take that one. And uh, the wasn't how much extra for Michio Kaku? <laughs> <laughs> all right, before all right, so uh, so here's Michio Kaku. Well, talk about him, Ronnie. You read his book. He's a well-respected theoretical physicist. Is that correct? Yeah, and so he's written books about um, superstring theory and uh, just the possibility of dimensions. And so he's talking about his new book now, which is about uh, Mars and basically the our. Success moving forward is us going to have to repopulate other planets for us to survive. Michio Kaku has written a book, The Future of Humanity, Terraforming Mars, Interstellar Travel, Immortality, and Our Own Destiny Beyond Earth. Now, so if you are a non-believer in the whole UFO thing still, despite the <laughs> military's recent admissions, uh, maybe you want to listen to this minute or so from Michio Kaku, theoretical physicist, and guess what? Smarter than you are. Kaku is a professor of theoretical physics and the author of the best-selling book, The Future of Humanity. He joins us tonight. Thanks so much, Professor, for, for coming on. So with this announcement by the United States Navy, what has changed? What is different now that they've said this? We are now witnessing a tipping point. You see, the burden of proof used to be on the believers to prove that UFOs are real. Now the burden of proof has shifted to the government and the military to prove that they're not real. But the evidence is overwhelming. We have all this information from U.S. Navy pilots. We now have metrics. We can actually measure how fast they travel, how high they are, what kinds of centrifugal forces that they can experience. And science, remember, is based on things that are testable. 
reproducible right. and falsifiable. Now we have testable information. A game changer. Okay, can so you pause it? Given if, what we so this is, this is incredible. That's, that's I mean, that's an incredible statement from a super smart, respected scientist uh, saying it's a game changer. Everything's changed, like we've been saying. Uh, Those key words, tipping point, yes. which Grant Cameron, referencing him again, said we are heading to a tipping point where this thing has to move in a way this has to just it's rolling down the hill it's going to break isn't it wonderful that we can now say to non-believers like uh, oh wow you're living in fantasy land right. like they say it to us yeah. now we're like it's oh flipped. really you're still like, oh everything okay you're in, you're in denial still in denial oh you don't like science huh? you don't like facts and it's go right back at him. You don't like science. I'm all science. Well, then you're not because look at there's a theoretical physicist who's smarter than you saying it. The reality of this whole thing is that it's scary that it's real. Yes, it's scary that there's something else that's smarter than you, yes. faster than you. Yes, um, and I firmly believe the the main reason with this whole disclosure thing why it hasn't popped is it has something to do with time. They can manipulate mm, time, and yeah. these craft are actually time machines. That they can zip in and out. They the do dimensions move odd. They it's move just weird. Odd. Uh, kudos to Michio Kaku too for his Jimmy Page hair. He looks like Jimmy. He oh, looks like yeah. an Asian Jimmy Page, doesn't he? <laughs> All right, keep, or an keep Asian going. Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, you know. Oh, Colonel Sanders. Yeah. With the outfit. All right. well, about their I think he'd be more pleased with the Jimmy Page the comp- comparison. In the way these aircraft fly, <laughs> what do you think the chances are they were created by human beings? Well, I think there's only two alternatives left now. One is perhaps they are hypersonic drone vehicles. After all, the Russians, the Chinese, and the U.S. are experimenting with hypersonic drones that can travel between 5 and 20 times the speed of sound. That's one alternative. But the other alternative is part of this game changer. We scientists have identified 4,000 planets orbiting other stars at night. Go outside tonight, look in the night sky, and realize that on average, every single star, I repeat, every single star on average has a planet going around it. And you wonder, is anyone looking back at you when you look at the night sky? So we have two game changers. We now realize that, that there are, could be over a billion Earth-like planets in our own backyard, and we can now measure the velocity of these objects. They travel between Mach 5 and Mach 20. They can go from 80,000 feet down to 20,000 feet in a blink of an eye. They can maneuver so that G-forces would crush any human being. All of it on videotape. Mm, nothing more needs to be said. That's amazing. Phenomenal huh? piece of video. Uh, and finally, Ronnie, we got sent this uh, this article. You know, the we got to get into this maybe in another episode. Yeah. The Dietlev Pass incident. Oh, yeah. Um, I read a book about it, actually, that these Russian experienced mountain climbers it's mm-hmm. one of a it's a it's a very compelling paranormal case potentially the ural mountains yeah. yes they were uh very experienced mountain climbers in russia uh Dietlef pass they were found outside their tent naked burned uh, almost like radiation burned mm-hmm. they cut the tent from the inside to get out of it no one knows why orange orb sighting orange orb sighting yep. the whole thing uh so a new theory and by the way the book i read on it uh, the Dietlef Pass incident, they've made a movie based on it. I don't know if it's come out yet. We Ooh, should look yes, into I that. Yes, I heard that was coming out. Yeah. Um, but, but the book I read, the guy concludes, and he did a very intense study on this. He concludes that it was a a bizarre type of storm called a microstorm or microburst or something like that where you actually become disoriented. Hmm. Uh, it's like a, a an air pressure gets to the point of it's like a mini tornado, and but it's like 
it's like a suction bomb. It takes the air away and it causes, it causes, um, lack of orientation. Huh. And so that would explain them crazily running out of the tent into the right. freezing cold naked. It would, it could explain that. It doesn't explain everything. However, the radiation, that correct. They, right. And the orb sightings and all the weirdness. And that picture of that weird figure. Well, Right. Let's get into that next week. Okay. Because I want to talk about that picture. There's a new, uh, a Russian doctor is suggesting that a Yeti could have killed the Dietlef Pass hikers. Mm. That this could be another, what's another name for Yeti, Ronnie? Bigfoot. Hello. We'll leave you with that little cliffhanger. <laughs> Monsters. Uh, anything we're forgetting? <laughs> oh, boy. This has been a fantastic episode <laughs> of I have my devil mask back on. <laughs> El Diablo. It's like a devil, a devil, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to hero Rob Henry, firefighter, comedian. That was awesome. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> uh, anything we're forgetting, Ronnie? Uh, Monster Magnet as a theme song. Maybe we play. Oh yeah! <laughs> so that we got sent this, uh, Dave. Two more minutes. We got sent this from a listener. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. I want to give him a, a quick shout out. Uh, he encouraged us to listen to this. Um, he said, "Throw this in in your in your podcast." This band, Monster Magnet, and the song is called Space Lord. Now you've heard of these guys before. I've seen them live in L.A. Let me hear a little bit of this, and let me determine if it's worth putting into our playlist here. Let's go. Hey. Not crazy about the cursing. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty funky. There's a car in the field now in a collar flame. I like it. That was from Steve Valine. Steve says, hey guys, uh, put this in your buffer music selection. Space Lord Mother Effer by Monster Magnet. Uh-huh. <laughs> says Steve. Thank you, Steve, for the recommendation. You, Not bad. Uh, thank you all for listening again around the world, literally around the world. Unreal. Please share, like, review, rate, do all that stuff. It's the only way we can build this thing the old-fashioned way with your effort and through good old-fashioned hard work and grit and determination. Ronnie LeBlanc, thank you. Thank you, Maddie. Producer Dave, awesome job again. Amazing. My pleasure as usual, boys. Yep. And until next time, remember, Tom Brady is your overlord. <laughs> The joke is over <laughs> when I say the joke is over. <laughs>